G'day guys and welcome to Aussie English. My objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to speak like a fair dinkum Aussie or you just want to understand what the flippin' hell we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa and enjoy Aussie English. G'day guys and welcome to this episode of Ask Pete Anything. Today I have a question from Rayuya Tarada and I'm sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly. He's asked, could I make some episodes relating to surfing and the sea in Australia? So he just started surfing here in Australia and he was saying that every now and then he chats to locals and they use terms and expressions that can be a little difficult to understand. Something that I can't imagine having to learn the vocab for in, say, French or Brazilian Portuguese. So I imagine it's pretty difficult. Anyway, so one caveat that I might add here at the start is that these slang terms are probably very regional and they could even vary within groups of friends. Though a lot of these terms and expressions are probably also common where they're describing the ocean, but there may be other ones that are really specific. So I wouldn't learn these by heart, but I would learn them enough to know what people are talking about if and when you hear them and enough to be able to describe, say, the weather and the ocean itself and the form of the waves. But yeah, there may be other terms describing people or specific maneuvers and all that sort of stuff while surfing that may be incredibly regional. So they may not be used everywhere in Australia. So let's get started. Um, I've just found a website called www.tidalpush.com and they have a whole list of surfing terms here. So I just read through those and I'm going to discuss the ones that at least I recognize or make sense to me or that I don't think are too regionally specific. Anyway, if you want to visit this site, I'll link it below and you can read a little bit more about these terms and expressions and let's get started. The first one is A-frame and this describes the shape of the wave when a wave looks like an A and sort of with the very tip of the A curling over onto itself. That is an A-frame, so a really nice standard wave and these are the kind of waves you'll find when a beach has a lot of good sandbars. So the middle of the wave collapses on itself at once. The peak, the peak is the top and highest part of a wave that's about to break. Um, shoulders or a shoulder is the area that's just off the peak of the wave to the left or to the right. Wind swell. So wind swell describes the swell or the waves that are generated by wind locally. So if there's nice weather, you've got good wind, strong, it could be onshore or offshore. Um, this is what's causing the waves and it's wind swell. Ground swell. So ground swell is when swells are generated further off the coast out to sea by stronger winds and they tend to create more rhythmic longer period swell intervals. So the sets of waves that are going to come in will be separated by longer periods of time compared to wind swell. Walled. The term walled is when a wave breaks and there isn't much of a chance to ride the open face for very long. So it can be a good thing and a bad thing, it just depends on the wave. 
So a closeout, a closeout is where the wave breaks all at once and there isn't really much of a chance to ride it. Reeling, reeling refers to when a wave just keeps going and going, offering a really good long, fast ride. If something's going off, so it could be the surf or it could be someone riding. So going off when the surf is really good, also referred to as firing or pumping. Um, and it can describe how someone is surfing. Heavy, waves that are heavy, they're really thick and big. Hollow, these are waves that are really steep and barrel. So they sort of curl over themselves really nicely and have a hollow interior. Spit. The spit of a wave is the water or the spray that comes off the tip of the wave as it barrels. The word offshore, the word offshore, this refers to when the wind is blowing from the land to the ocean. So it's going offshore. Typically, surfers like offshore winds a little better than onshore winds because they stand the waves up. They hollow the waves out because the wind's blowing into the wave as the wave's coming to the coastline. It causes the wave to be a lot cleaner, a lot nicer. Whereas the opposite of offshore is onshore. So the wind is blowing from the ocean onto the shore. And this is the, the opposite of offshore. So when the wind blows from the ocean to the land. So the problem with onshore winds is that it can often blow waves down and create sort of smaller, less clean waves. And so that's why surfers tend to prefer offshore from onshore winds. Blowout or blown out, this is when the wind is so strong, it could be offshore or onshore, that it makes surfing very difficult and not worth doing. The term glassy, glassy like glass, the um, object made from sand, you know, you've got glass in your windows, you drink water out of a glass. Glassy refers to when the winds aren't really blowing at all and the ocean surface is calm and clear, almost like glass. A sandbar or a sand bank, this is where you've got a underwater sort of development of sand dunes caused by the currents and the waves. So sandbars can be here for a single day, they can get washed away or they can be there for a very, very long time. A wedgie or a wedge is when swells come together from two different angles and create a wedge sort of shape like a triangle. To double up, double up is when one ocean swell or wave catches up to another one and sort of causes the wave to double in size. And the tidal push, the tidal push refers to when the tide starts coming in on an incredibly low tide. So when the tide's all the way out, the waves actually start getting better as the tide comes in. A few phrases and terms that surfers use, um, they just wanted to get wet. They'll say, I just want to get wet when, when the waves weren't that good, but they just wanted to get in the water anyway. Um, they may say, I just wanted to get a few. And they, they say a few referring to a few waves. Um, I got a few means they went and just came in from catching a few waves. They might have a paddle. This means that they're just going out for a bit of a paddle, literally. They're paddling around. So it's where you sort of swimming around in the water, not going too seriously, not catching too many waves. You might say that the waves are good for what it is, meaning that the conditions or the swell isn't the best, but all the same, it's good fun. To get one in, this means looking to get one last wave before calling it a day. 
one last one that's similar to get one in. So they want just one more last wave before the end of the day. To split the peak, to split the peak, that's when two surfers go for the same peak. One goes left and one goes right. A couple out there. So there may be a couple out there. This is used to describe waves to someone, meaning there may be a few fun or mediocre waves out in the ocean there that we could go and catch. How is it out there? How is it out there? It's just to ask a surfer what the surf's like out there. Over the falls, to go over the falls is when a surfer doesn't stand up in time or mistimes their pop-up and ends up going over the lip of the wave to the bottom. So they crash, they go over the falls. So falls referring to sort of like a waterfall going over it. Pull down the reins or pull back is a term used when paddling for a wave and you don't enter it because either someone's in there or you get scared out. So if you pull back, you stop paddling so that you don't catch the wave. Line up. A lineup is the area where you sit to catch the waves and generally there's a lineup, there's a whole heap of people waiting to catch those waves and it's just outside of where the waves are breaking. Cleaned up, if you get cleaned up, this means that you are caught inside and a large set comes, a large set of wave comes and lands right on top of you. It can also mean I'd imagine that you've taken a bit of a crash or a spoil off one of these waves and you've been cleaned up by the waves so the waves crashed on you. So a few surf gear terms, a wetty, a wetty is a term for a wetsuit, sled can refer to a surfboard, a log, like a log of wood is a term that refers to a long or big board, a daily driver is apparently a surfboard you use on a regular basis, leg rope, that's the leash that you wear around your ankle that's connected to your surfboard, quiver, the surfboards you own, if you're lucky enough to have a couple, and I guess it's referring to a quiver where you would keep arrows. So someone would keep their arrows in a quiver if they were a archer, an archer, using their bow and arrow. The tail pad or traction pad is the pad that's stuck or glued to the back of the surfboard that you stand on instead of wax. And that's probably it, guys. That's quite a lot of terms. I hope I didn't overwhelm you. Um, a lot of these are possibly regional, though I think that things like wind swell, ground swell, onshore, offshore, heavy, hollow, all those sorts of words are descriptions of the surf and the the weather conditions. And they're the kind of phrases I'd imagine are going to be used everywhere. So I don't think you'd have to worry too much about those. However, some of these expressions that I mentioned, like just to get wet, just to get a few they're probably a little more regional, but I think people would understand exactly what you were trying to say if you were saying, you know, I've just gone down the beach to get a few or um, just wanted to get wet today, you know, don't really care about catching too many. They're the kinds of things where even if they are regional, if you explain a little more after you've said the phrase, so you might say, yeah, I'm just wanting to get wet and then you'll explain what you mean by that. Yeah, I'm just wanting to get wet, so I'm going to hit hit the beach, jump in and have a few waves even though the weather's bad. People are going to understand what you mean. So I hope that answered your question, Ruya. Um, let me know if you have any more, guys. If you've got any other questions about terms, vocab, um, anything about Australia, anything about me, anything about... Any questions you'd like answered and you'd like me to talk about in order to create some nice content that um, you guys find particularly interesting when learning English, then please feel free to let me know. Come over to the Facebook page and 
give us a like, send me a message if you want to just say hello or if you have any questions and I'll hopefully chat to you guys soon. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Aussie English Podcast, guys. If you haven't already, please come and join the community on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the Aussie English Podcast, where I make daily posts about anything and everything related to Australia. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, then please leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or whichever platform you're listening to it through, as it'll help the podcast grow. Thanks again, guys, and enjoy your day. Mm-hmm.